The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic partner and a founding partner of the Olympic Channel, inspiring you to chase your dream. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Emotional and outstanding. When Mariah Bell landed her triple loots at the 2020 US National Championships, the crowd went absolutely wild. There was still about 10 seconds left of her routine and the cheering just did not stop. When Mariah finally did stop, she collapsed. Tears of joy streamed across her face. A second place behind Elisa Liu was secured. To greet her off the ice was Adam Rippon, dressed in a fabulous designer jacket, naturally. Adam is her coach and mentor who has reinvigorated the 23-year-old from a second alternate on the PyeongChang 2018 Olympic team to number one pick for the 2020 World Championships. Clearly, there's a lot to dissect, so he sent Scott Bregman to figure out what just happened. Ladies and gentlemen, Mariah Bell. Olympic Channel Podcast. So, Mariah, you've had a little bit over 12 hours to kind of take in that moment you created last night. How does it feel now, thinking back? It's so funny because I was talking to my parents, I like don't have thoughts when I'm skating. <laughs> so it almost feels like I didn't actually do it when I watch myself. Um, but I also remember it very vividly, like the, I was telling Adam, like I couldn't hear my music at the end. And that was so cool. Like that's a moment that I think I'm gonna remember forever. So I'm, I just feel really fortunate to have had that moment. And for him to be here was really, really cool. What were you, Adam, what were you thinking watching her just, you know, that, especially at the end when the tears were already flowing, I think maybe before you'd stopped. Well, you know what, okay. I had to think about like, um, everything kind of flows through your mind. I remember um, where Mariah was last year, um, where I felt like she was so close to that perfect performance. And then this summer, um, we, we sat down together and we talked about what, what can she do differently to take her skating to a different level. And um, I felt like for Mariah this year, this skate was just a culmination of what she's been doing all year. Uh, it's a different like emotion to do it at the national championships. And um, when I take a step back and I think about like the moment she created, I think that in my like skating life, it's one of like the best performances I've ever seen anyone do. It's like Michelle Kwan-esque of like what happened in that arena. To have somebody, to you enter your last spin and you can't hear the music, and then when you're in your last spin, everybody's already standing. It's like one of those amazing moments. It's like the reason I started skating is because of like moments like I saw Mariah do yesterday. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I was I watched the your performance from the mix zone, so we were there, and uh, Lynn Rutherford, who I'm sure you know, was like, "This is an ending that Michelle used to have." Um, in that last like 45 seconds, but is that... Is, uh, the last minute, like the last one minute of the program from that end of that last jump to the end of the program, everybody knew they, they were gonna stand up. It was just figuring out the logistics of like, should we now or should we later? But the, the energy is just something like I've never felt before. 
Yeah. For you, Mariah, is that joy that you had after the last jump, is that something that like can only ever happen in competition? You know, you aren't performing like a long program like that in practice, right? No, but I do try and put myself in a competition setting. Obviously, it's extremely difficult at home when there's like four people on the ice and nobody watching. But um, I do, and, and I try to also visualize. So I visualize like what I think that would feel like to land the last Lutz. I, I promise you, I thought about like landing the last Lutz exactly that way, like since I got here because I knew it was possible. And um, you know, it's something that obviously, yes, you can only really have in competition, but I do try and, um, uh, you know, recreate like the, the, the feeling of competition. But the biggest change obviously is like the support that you have from the fans. Like we're so lucky to get to skate in front of fans and for them to be so um, accepting of what we're doing and, you know, like enjoy it so much. Like I'm I glad can, they accept you. Yeah, yeah. me too. <laughs> In my in the second to last spin, it was like they were already getting really loud, and I was like, I have one more jump left. Hold on, but it was so cool. What did you guys say to each other afterward? I don't even remember. I was a no. little bit. Yeah. I was like crying, but there weren't really tears coming out yet. It Me was, like, too. Shock. It was just it was really emotional because I I mean I've seen Mariah do so many run-throughs, and you know to go back to that, you know, do you do a program like that at home? I mean, I've seen her skate like that at home, but when she skates like that, of course she doesn't get worked up because she knows that, you know, either me or Raphael is gonna ask her to just do two more long programs like that. So there's no emotion tied to it. Um, and I think that's been the biggest change in Mariah. I think that's why she's so solid. I think that's why she's so reliable. Um, and I think she's really showing the whole skating world and the whole like athletic like olympic community that it really doesn't matter like how old you are or how long you've been skating that when you apply yourself and you put your your mind to it you can like have the best years of your career age is just a number especially in a sport and a discipline where there are so many young skaters i think to see someone like mariah is so um it's so inspiring it's so inspiring to see so many young people push the envelope, but I think it's just as in inspiring and um, is equally as difficult to create the moment that Mariah created yesterday as it is to land the quad. Pretty special indeed. Adam Rippon, 28, USA. Already has a bronze medal in the team competition. Absolutely everything to plan. That's what he's practiced. And that's what he's delivered. And not a quad. It was unnecessary. It was a beautiful performance. It's sort of crazy to think, Mariah, of you as old, <laughs> you know, at 23. Um, but Adam also had, you know, your best years sort of were at the end of your career, obviously, as well. So what have you learned from him, maybe in his experience, that has sort of helped you sort of have a little bit of a resurgence of your own. I remember when I, when we moved, um, when I moved to California and I had just started working with Raphael and Adam was there, um, he was always like the hardest worker on the ice and always also the oldest, but that didn't matter. Um, he was the leader of- <laughs> You tell him, girl. <laughs> he was the leader. That didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just like, I, I did get so much inspiration from it and he had this, injury and you know it was like 
oh, he's older and now he has this broken foot and, and it was only a year before the Olympics and he was like so determined it didn't matter. And um, so he was very, very inspiring and he got it done. And he's put a lot of confidence in, he's helped me find a lot of my own confidence because, um, you know, my, my dad especially has always said, age does not matter, it doesn't. Like in any other sport, your prime is when you're 25, 26, 27, so it doesn't matter. But to see somebody actually doing it um, is obviously really inspiring. And Adam, you said earlier you took a look at her skating from last season and thought about what can we do differently? What are some of those things you feel like you've helped Mariah, Mariah do differently? Um, when, when I think of like old Mariah, um, I think of somebody who was, I thought, incredibly talented, amazing skater, um, wasn't confident in what they were doing. And I think that um, maybe she didn't believe she was as good or as consistent as she actually was. And I think this season, um, I'm really happy that I was able to just be a part of it and, and be in involved and to kind of relay the experiences that I've had and, and help her, um, you know, navigate working with Raphael. Because, um, you know, Raphael isn't the best communicator, but I think he is an incredible coach. And I think in a way I've been able to kind of translate the lessons that I learned through him um, to her. But at the end of the day, I think what Mariah did was that she took um, the advice that I would give her and we would sit down, we would make a schedule. But at the end of the day, it was Mariah's call, which she did. And um, that was something I wanted to really be sure that like, she made those decisions because that's where confidence comes from. When you're an adult and you're, you're skating on your own, you have to make your own decisions. So I would consult her and we would talk, but every decision she made, it was her, her own. And I said, you know, you're making the decision. That's, it's final. You know, we talked about moving elements around mm -hmm. and this and that. And, you, and uh, I remember I was getting a haircut and you called me and you were like, I moved this, is that okay? I said, you moved it, you made the decision, that's what you're doing, and it was like that for everything. It was where she traveled to, how, what she, how she prepared. We, we went over what we would do, but she owned it. She owned her whole career this whole season, and um, I think tonight, or last night, was one of those moments where like, uh, it changes her, it solidifies the change that she's made at her, in her own mind. And I would just like to add, like I called him in August mm. and I was very emotional because I was like, <laughs> I had done Champs Camp, it wasn't good. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't good. And I felt like, I mean, at that point I only had like three weeks until my first competition and I felt like the season was coming so fast and I wasn't ready. And he completely like saved me, I feel like for the, for the whole year. And, and I just feel like I have this team around me that you know, Raphael could tell me in terms of technique, the sky is going to be blue tomorrow or pink tomorrow, and I would believe him. And Adam could tell me the same thing. I just completely trust what they're telling me, and I think you know that's a huge part of success is just having people that you really trust around you. It's a tale as old as time: the battle in figure skating between artistry and physicality. Both are essential elements, but the current crop of quad queens means it's increasingly difficult to become a champion without one. 
A quad is rotating four times and 14-year-old Alisa Liu finished in top spot at the 2020 US Nationals with one. Mariah's majestic but quadless display was rewarded with a second place. You, you guys mentioned earlier like the, the technical arsenal of the Russians and maybe of like Alyssa. Do you guys think about that? Is that intimidating for you? Is that something you're trying to catch up to or are you just kind of focused on this is what I can do and this is, I'm gonna work on creating these more artistic moments perhaps? I think it's a mix of both. I think like I'm focusing now on what I can do, but I definitely don't have a cap on what I think I'm capable of. Um, I've been working on some triple axles um, and I'll continue to do that. I think that's definitely, uh, I'm definitely capable of that. But I don't think, I, I really just feel like I'm just now, um, you know, this was my seventh senior nationals, but I feel like I'm just now like starting on this journey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that uh, what's so great about skating is that there's room for so many kinds of skaters. Um, and uh, when there can be so many different kinds of personalities in an event, I think it leads to something more exciting. At the end of the day, you want to collect as many points as you can get. And I think Mariah has the best spins. I think Mariah performs the best. Um, I think uh, the way Mariah skates is one of my favorite skaters. And I think that's what she brings to the table. And I think when you look at somebody like, uh, uh, like Alyssa, Alyssa brings this incredible technical aspect and she skates very well. Um, and she's 14. You know, I think the, the presentation that Mariah brings is obviously uh, different. Um, but I think at the end of the day, you wanna get as many points as you can get. And that's what Mariah and I have been focusing on. I think that's what I've told Mariah to keep the focus on so that, you know, how is Alyssa going to get the most amount of points? Well, she's going to put out all of these elements. Well, that's good for her. What are you going to do? And uh, the focus has been to do what she can do the best. Of course, like we'll, the goal is to have triple axles in the program um, next season and hopefully in the Olympic season too. Um, but yeah, there's the sky's the limit. If, if you know, Somebody told me the girls were going to be doing quads, like multiple quads in a program. Um, I would laugh, but it's, ama it's, it's amazing. Um, I think it brings an excitement to a competition in the same way that it brings like a, a great skate from you know somebody like Brady to now or from Mariah. So tell me about putting together the short program because obviously it's a little different than what you've skated to in the past. How did, was that Adam's idea? Was that your idea? How did it come together? It was definitely Adam's idea. Um, <laughs> he, he came in, I, th I don't remember, I think it was after Nationals last year um, to work with me a little bit and he was just like, I think we should, you should skate to Brittany. And I was like, oh wow, it's different for me. But I loved it. <laughs> and uh, I was a little bit nervous just because it was super out of my comfort zone. I've never done anything like that but it was so much fun to create it. Um, we worked hard. I was a little uncomfortable at the beginning with some of the movements, but um, like the way Adam did it was like, I would watch him and be like, that's really good, but I can't do it like that. <laughs> but um, you know, it's getting better you know, as the season progresses. And what I did here, I was really proud of, obviously not like falling in the footwork maybe in the future, but. Um, maybe. <laughs> But I, I just good. really enjoyed it, yeah. 
I mean, I think that, um, you know, to go back to like, how are you going to do the best you can in competition? Well, I think when we, when we sat down and we looked at what Mariah was going to do technically and what some of the other girls do technically, well, how are you going to stand out if you're doing a lot of the same elements that the other girls are doing? Well, you got to do something different, if, even if it's uncomfortable. You've got to do something different. You've got to separate yourself. And so I was thinking, what's going to separate her? Obviously, something that a lot of the other girls couldn't, couldn't do is something that has, is, has a, a large dance element to it, something that she needs to skate to in a different way. And so I think it was just really important for Mariah as a skater and performer to separate herself. I mean, if skating to work by Britney Spears and then Alleluia the next day isn't range, I don't know what is. True. <laughs> Do you think that pushing yourself sort of out of that comfort level has maybe even then pushed your, how you feel about performing something you are more comfortable with, like your free skate? Do you think that, yeah, that pushing to be out of your comfort zone just increases your artistry all around? Yeah, absolutely. I remember when we first started working on it, I was almost um, embarrassed to do it. Like with him, I was okay, but then I would go back home and like with, all the other coaches and skaters, whatever, nobody was judging, obviously, but like I would be embarrassed almost to do it. And then it got to this point where I was like, okay, I've got to train it though, so I just can't, I have to forget, like it doesn't matter. Um, and so kind of breaking through that in practice helped a lot. And definitely when I can go and perform something that's out of the box for me, it makes something that's in my wheelhouse feel like really comfortable and like, oh, this is exactly what I know how to do. So it's definitely helped me, you know, do something like Hallelujah, but um, for sure helped me as a, as an overall total performer. Yeah, do you think it's, do you think that maybe it even made what you did last night more possible than it would be without having done it? Yeah, it could be. I always feel like, you know, this year coming into competition, it's like, I have my short program, I have my long program, obviously, everybody does that because that's what you do when you come <laughs> compete. But, it's you know, yeah, but the mindset is always very different. Um, and I feel like in my short, it's like faster, there's a lot more going on, it's really exciting. And so that's a different mindset. And then it's a little bit like this switch to my long, which is like slower, and I feel like I can, like, it's paced really well, and I can kind of check things off the list. And both ways are, really great they make great programs and they're just different um but it, it definitely you know when when i can go out and do a short program that's um so energy filled it makes um, a long program that's slower seem a little bit easier <laughs> i think like as a coach and a choreographer sometimes you kind of need to trick your student into becoming more comfortable with something that they are comfortable with. And I think that was the um, kind of mentality. Um, Mariah also works with Shailen Bourne, who is, I think, probably the best choreographer in the world. And, um, you know, I, I think we knew what you were going to skate to at that point, or maybe not yet. We knew it was going to be slow. Yeah. So I, I think... Um, if you can skate to something with confidence that you're not comfortable with, when you then go to something that you're comfortable with, it becomes your bread and butter. It doesn't become your crutch. And I think that, um, you know, we, so many people like in the skating world know Mariah is a beautiful skater. But if we can get Mariah to skate in this different style, 
it's gonna get Mariah to skate even more beautiful because she's gonna really feel at home and comfort and it's not gonna feel like something she just does. So, you go girl. You tricked me. I d yeah, and I'm still tricking you. <laughs> <laughs> Literally anything that no, it takes. No, actually tricks me all the time. Yeah. Even just training, so. Yeah, I'll be like one more time. Mm -hmm. And then we'll just like do a few laps and I'll ask you like, how was Christmas? And you're like, it was good. I was like, oh, actually, can you give me your phone? You're gonna do along. Yeah. I didn't, for, I didn't do it. She did all the work mm -hmm. on her own. She, she did it. But you tricked her into it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Behind every successful woman is a man that tricked her. <laughs> That's, I think everyone knows that saying. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't follow Adam on Twitter, then you are missing out. Scott decided to gather a few of his best tweets to see if Adam and Mariah could actually remember what on earth they were related to. Challenge time. I think Adam's quote tweets are very funny. <laughs> so I want to read a, one of Adam's quote tweets to you, Mariah. Okay. And see if you can guess what he was responding to. Oh my God. And if you can't, we're gonna see if Adam knows what he was responding <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, I, I probably don't know <laughs> the answer at all. So I don't know how this is gonna go. Okay. But I Mariah think might fun. know. So. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not on Twitter enough, I feel like. But I'm excited to try. Okay. Are you very active on Twitter? Not, not as of recent. Oh, okay. So Adam tweeted, truly some of my best work. I used to be so thin. Oh, that's... Um, could be about anything. That could be about anything, but I'm feeling like it's like, um, it has to do something like one of your skates at the Olympics. <laughs> your long program at the Olympics. I don't know. I've, I have a feeling it's not skating related at all. No? My credential from this competition is from the last nationals I competed in, and now I'm in a completely different weight class. <laughs> so that's why I'm wearing all the big coats and the kiss and cry so nobody can <laughs> see the damage I've done. What, uh, is that, what is that tweet about? Yeah, so it was in response to someone saying, just got Disney Plus and forgot how much I loved Adam in Thumbelina. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was so thin in that movie. That is true. So tiny. <laughs> Wayfish. I was floating. <laughs> okay, the next one is when Adam t uh, quote tweeted and said, me to myself every time I open my mouth. Again, could be about anything. That could be about anything. Also, I hate myself. But I'm like, my biggest fan, no offense, Mariah. <laughs> I have no idea. This is, this is, could be about anything. Yeah. Some hater. This is like, a, it's like only wait, a month ago. Okay, wait, uh, me about my, is it, was it somebody like adoring themselves or something? It, it was a tweet that was originally at Chrissy Teigen and it said, stick to being hot with giant cans. Oh yeah, obviously. If you can't rely on your body, what can you rely on? <laughs> your mind? No. That's not gonna get you anywhere. No, smarts? What is that? No, what is that? Give me cans or give me death. That's another tweet. Write that down, put it in my drafts. <laughs> okay, the last one is, uh, this one is from July, so it's a little bit long ago, but you tweeted, quote tweeted something and said, the devil's working hard this summer. Oh my gosh, it was like something about some style that was coming back, I think. The devil wears Prada. No, <laughs> this devil I think was wearing something much less expensive. Okay. 
oh, that's why the devil was coming back. Yeah. It wasn't was expensive. It? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a Today Show tweet about long fake toenails are trending and we can't really figure out why. Yes. That's a good tweet for that. Yeah, no, here's the thing. If your toenails are clicking on the tile in your kitchen, get out of town. Cut them with scissors. If you have to use scissors on your toenails, get the f out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> and that's basically what a lesson is like with me, <laughs> me and Mariah. <laughs> now go do a long. That's actually very accurate, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, ew, look at this. What are you doing here? Is that true? Get out of my face. Yeah. Why are you skating next to me? <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite thing to do. I know it's like maybe not regulation. And I'm like, we'll be skating. I'm like, ew, get out of my face. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all I have. Great. Yay. We did really well. That was so fun. Yeah. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Podcast. Big thanks to Adam and Mariah. I put a link to their social media accounts in the episode description. We are at Olympic Channel across all platforms. I'm at Eddie Knowles with an I and an E. If you like this podcast, then I think you will enjoy one of the most downloaded from 2019 with another US figure skater, her name, Gracie Gold. Gracie has been pretty upfront about her mental health issues. Here's a clip. So first it was a hobby and then it became a job and then it became like everything to me, that it was the only thing that mattered. It was just what I did and that was it. Everything else was not even second. It just didn't exist. It was just this, it was so tunnel vision because they tell you as an elite athlete, you have to have tunnel vision. This was so singularly focused that it actually did more harm than good. It gave me that competitive edge, but it also went so far that it like crushed me from the inside. Olympic Tunnel Podcast. It was a true delight to see Gracie back in competition at the US Nationals this year. Congratulations to her, in particular for her 12th place finish and the standing ovation. If you are loving the podcast, give us a five-star rating on the podcast app and write a few kind words. It really does make a difference. And thank you very much if you've already done that. That is it for now, though. See you very soon. Think like an Olympian.